In Parshas Tvarim, Moshe recounts some of the things that happened to Klai Yisrael in the Midbar, one of them being the story of the spies. But what if the story of the spies wasn't as simple as you thought? I am Shaoli Karsh, and this is Karsh on the Parsha. Welcome to Karsh on the Parsha, Parsha's Dvarim. It is a pleasure to share words of Torah with you, and thank you for listening. That would be slightly awkward if you just turned off the shear right now, because I just thank you for listening. But, anyways, the shear is dedicated, Le'ilu Nishmas Gitl Basara, and we have Tishbav approaching, and so it's also discussed that all Klaas Jal gets along, and that we, Nis Mikdush is rebuilt, Amir Mimino. Okay, so let's get to the content. So in Parshat Zavarim, we have Moshe, who is recounting a lot of the things that um, happened to Klai Yisrael in the Midbar. And so one of the things he recounts is the story of the Moroccan. Now, what's interesting about the story of the Moroccan is that, like, you read Parshat Shlach, and you're like, okay, I just read everything there is to know about uh, what happened with uh, the Chayna Moroccan and the story of the spies. And then suddenly you get to Devarim, and then Moshe recounts the story, and he adds a lot more details and that's kind of like that with uh, a lot of things in the Torah. A lot of times with halacha is also that happens where, and that might, uh, I think that's actually one shot why Devarim is called Mishnah Torah, which is like translated as a repetition of the Torah. Obviously, it's not literally just repeating. Um, otherwise, that would be, there's nothing superfluous in the Torah, extra in the Torah. So it's um, a lot of times what will happen is that the Torah for the first four Svarim will bring up a halacha, and then in Devarim it will repeat that halacha, but it will repeat it and then add a certain halacha factor, something that wasn't there, but a certain element that wasn't there before. So uh, interesting why the Torah was written that way. Obviously something that you can delve into. But we have, we have it with the, with the Meraglim, where Moshe Rabbeinu, as he's recounting the story, adds more details that we didn't have in Parsha Shlach. So, so, uh, so let's get to it. So what happens is that Moshe is recounting the story, and he says, <clears throat> and, and Kali Yisrael gets to this place called Kadesh Barnea, and then from there, that's when the Meraglim, they ask Moshe if they can go into Eretz Yisrael, and they spy it out, and they come back, and they give the report. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, you dwelt in Kadesh for many days, as many days as you dwelt. So interesting, cryptic, pasig, what's going on? So Rashi explains this to mean that Klai Yisrael dwelt in Kadesh for 19 years, equal to the amount of time they would dwell in all the other places in the Midbar from that point on. So that means that they were, from that point on, from Kaddish, they were in the Midbar for 38 years. So right in the beginning, when they get to Kaddish Bernia, that's when they do the whole thing with the spies. They're there for 19 years. And then they're there for another 19 years afterwards for 38 years. And we know that Klaiswal was in the Midbar for 40 years. Um, we have a Pusik actually, into Varim. Parakhav Tes Pusik Dalad, where Moshe says, I led you for 40 years in the Midbar. That's the end of their sojourn in the Midbar right before Moshe dies and Klaiswal goes into Eretz Yisrael. But you have, so we see that they're they're in the Midbar for 40 years, and so this is obviously the second year in the Midbar. And in fact, we actually have a Gemara in Tainus, Chavtesa Manalef, which which uh, goes through at length, brings a Brisa, goes through at length to uh, to show and, and calculates how um, the Chedem Ragen was actually in the second year on Tisha B'av, and that's what they got punished. So when we go back to Parsha Shlach, again, where the story of the spies is mentioned the first time, after the whole story, Hashem spells out the punishment. So he says as follows. By the way, also, the word shalach, um, interestingly enough, if you take the letters shin lamed ches and you switch it around, you get lamed ches 
Shin, which could stand for Lamed Ches Shanim, and Lamed Ches is a numerical value of 38, so 38 years. So the, the actual Parsha Shlach itself is uh, could be a remez to the actual time that they got punished, um, right? And that's 38 years um, left in the Midbar. So Hashem says as follows, Your children will roam in the wilderness for 40 years and bear your guilt until your carcasses shall cease to be in the wilderness, like the number of days that you spied out the land, 40 days, a day for a year, a day for a year, shall you bear your iniquities 40 years and you shall comprehend straying from me. So that's what Hashem tells them. Again, we're in the second year. So this is the problem. The problem is that we literally just mentioned that, it, that the Chedem Raga was in the second year and Hashem's punishment uh, to Klai Yisrael is that you're going to be in the desert for 40 years. Um, but like we said before, we know they were in the desert for 40 years in total. So if they were going to be in the desert for 40 years from the time of the Chedem Raglim, wouldn't that mean that they're in the desert for 42 years in total? So that's the issue that I would like to address. Now, Rashi in Parsha Shlach actually does deal with this question, and he does give an answer, which I found cryptic, uh, a little cryptic, but I do invite you to uh, look at Rashi's answer. Um, Rashi's is on the words, Arbaim Shana and Parsha Shlach, and he deals with that. I would like to suggest uh, another approach. So we have a, another Pasuk in Devarim. At the end of 40 years, in the Midbar, Moshe Rabbeinu says, and this is a Pasuk in Devarim, he says, But Hashem did not give you a heart to know, or eyes to see, or ears to hear, until this very day. So the way I'm understanding this Pasuk, again, the end of 40 years, Moshe is saying, You're, you don't understand everything that you need to know until today. So I'm understanding that as, as Moshe telling Kal Yisrael, that in order for you guys to continue on to the next phase of your existence, which is going to be going into Eretz Yisrael, you needed these full 40 years. Like you, you wouldn't have been ready any time before that, and you wouldn't have been ready to go in. And in fact, when we go back to the end of Hashem's um, spelling out the punishment in Parsha Shlach, Hashem actually says, only then you shall comprehend strength from me. After 40 years of being in the Midbar, then you'll understand everything. Then you'll, you'll be able to start that next phase. You'll be able to internalize and reflect and grow um, enough to the point where you'll then be ready to go to start the next phase. Now, my father, Rabbi Yeshua Karsh Shlita, mentioned uh, to me in the past several times that um, his Rebbe, Ramosh Shabir Zatzal, would talk about the number 40, representing the idea of a completion of a process the same way that um, a baby is formed for, for 40 weeks. It takes 40 weeks for a baby to be, to be uh, um, for a full pregnancy. And also... Um, it takes 40 days for a fetus to become viable. And we have this concept, other examples where this concept also comes up, where we have a Gemara Navoda Zaratav, Hayam the Bays, where it says that a student doesn't fully understand everything he's learned from his Rebbe until after 40 years. So we see this concept, it comes up in, in several other places where this concept of 40 being the idea of a completion of a process. So um, going back to our question, we were saying that if Kaiser was in the Midbar for 40, full years. So then if Hashem is saying you're going to be punished, I'm punishing you for 40 years after the Maraglim, which was in the second year, wouldn't that mean that they were in the Midbar for 42 years? So with this is so that we were bringing before about the idea of 40, what we can say is as follows, that the 40 years of quote-unquote wandering in the desert for Klai Yisrael wasn't a punishment for disobeying their creator, Hashem, it wasn't like, oh, you disobeyed me, I'm punishing you, you're going to be there for 40 years, because then we would have our problem of 42 years. It was more of a realization 
that Hashem had that, wow, I, I realized, like, I need, Kalei is going to need these 40 years in the Midbar if they're going to really be able to grow and internalize and reflect enough to be able to start that next phase of life. So because of that, it didn't have to start from 40 years from when they did the Chet. It could start 40 years from when they actually left Mitzrayim for a full 40 years. And <clears throat> it wasn't like he was saying, I'm, I'm punishing you. It was more of like, now I realize that you're going to need these full 40 years before you can enter Eretz Yisrael. Thank you for listening and have a great day.